Nervous too. Hello and welcome to the first episode, whatever it's called, of the Untitled Arenda Podcast. We'll we'll figure out something later, but right now it's just the unt- Untitled Arenda Podcast with me, Luke's Leander, and Billy Lee. Yep, and Javier Munoz. Um, he's gonna be another host or person on this podcast, but he can't be here today because he's he's working on a tight schedule. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, so today we are going to do our first episode. We are quite excited, and um, what we want to talk about on this podcast is everything related to games and sometimes anime, and uh, basically we'll start out with the news happening like each week um, with anime and games, and then we'll move on to the topic, as today's topic is what's the right difficulty level and what we find to be the perfect difficulty for games, um, and then we'll end off with something personal, unless it goes on too long with the discussion, then we might have to cut that off, but um, if we have enough time, then we'll start talking about, you know, some personal questions, some personal things that's going on in our lives, so you guys get to know more about us, and, you know, let's start it off. You ready, Billy? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. You ready? Ooh, okay. So the first thing we're going to be talking about today is <laughs> the the Game Awards. The Game Awards just happened, and uh, a lot of big things happened. A lot of big winners got a war. Big winner, right? That a big winner. What do you What did you think of the Game Awards, Billy? I didn't get to see too much of it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've only watched um, probably like the two two main things. Yeah. Um, game of the Year and. Uh, one of the announcements. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, but overall, it was it was all right. It was all right, yeah. Which I really appreciate because this year, you know, not as much cringe as previous years. We're usually accompanied by the Shik. I mean, is the name Shik? The the shaving thing. Remember the yeah the shaving robot. Like, oh my god, this guy. So we're gonna go through this list real quick. Talk about you know what we think and. We'll start with game game of the year, right? We had Assassin's Creed, Celeste, God of War, Spider Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead. Come on, come on, Billy. We all knew it was between Red Dead and God of War, and who won? God of War won. God of War. Was this a surprise to you? Honestly, no, it wasn't a surprise to me. God of War, it's critically acclaimed to be one of the greatest and quite intuitive games. Or at least for God of War series, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and like, I mean, I can I can see why one, yeah. but I haven't really played that much of it either. I know oh a lot God. of people are gonna hate me for that, but I haven't played too much of it. But and from what I played, from like the first six hours of the game, yeah, it hits you with back to back bangers. Back to back bangers is it's right. Really yeah. Um, what other games were on here? Celeste. Uh, Celeste. We got get Assassin's Creed. Ooh, the best game of the year, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know why Spider-Man's on here. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's a great game. It's a great superhero game, but I don't know if it's game of the year level, why I was even nominated for that. Um, I, I genuinely, I really don't think it was up there, story quality-wise, to make it in there. It was fun gameplay, but like the story, mm, oh. you know. You see a lot of memes. It was in like the the narrative section, I think, and you see a lot of memes saying the profound story. They're showing Spider Man's story is <laughs> obviously Spider Man doesn't have a profound story, at least in the game. Like yeah. the comics, maybe because you know they're comics, they can do more storytelling. Um, 
I think it's because like the novelty of um, web slinging. Like you feel like the hero, but everything around, like surrounding the game, like side quests and you know the collectibles and the um, the main story. I, I feel like that's been the weaker part of Spider-Man games. I played like two, three, and the Amazing Spider-Man, and yeah. they've all been pretty shallow. Yeah. But because this game's kind of like, kind of like um. I guess like a Batman ripoff type thing. Yeah, game. yeah, kind of, yeah. Like the combat's better. The web slinging is honestly, I think, at its peak. Mm-hmm. But like, it's still Spider-Man. And that's how I've always kind of like viewed it. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same. It's kind of like that combat style is extremely fun. Like, you look at Shadow of War, easily one of my favorite <laughs> games, you know. I, lo- I love that game. But like, I don't know. It's just, it's. I wouldn't say it's, I would say it doesn't leave at least a lot of potentials when you're fighting like normal people, but not like for bosses or like memorable moments like like that. Um, there are flaws with that combat system, and at the same time, there's fantastic things about it. Like Shadow of War was, you know, one of my favorite game or Shadow of Mordor, whichever one. There to me, I love them both. I love both the games, even though there's microtransactions in the in the second one. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I I just think that. Overall, it didn't have the quality and polish of something like God of War, or Red Dead, or really most of the games on the, on in this category. Like, yeah. like okay, I don't know, maybe Assassin's Creed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to trash Assassin's Creed right now. I put 40 hours in this game. I'm level 30 something. Like, and I, I know some people are gonna roast me for not being higher level, but so, um, real quick, what's your opinion? You have Red Dead Two and Assassin's Creed. Just, just real quick. So okay, guys. <laughs> You're really trying to get me the for you guys to hate me right now. <laughs> don't don't hate me. Don't turn off this podcast right now. I like Assassin's Creed more than Red Dead. Here is the the thing. Just fun wise. Okay, first thing I like Cassandra. She's just a freaking dope character. The combat, I don't know, it's just addicting. It's just fun. You just want to keep going and going and going. The missions can be pretty interesting. I love Greece. I've loved Greece since I was a kid. There's just so many like different things that just made this like the the, the perfect uh, Assassin's Creed, you know, for me. Well, Red Dead, it just starts so slow. I'm like, I know people are gonna judge me. I haven't gotten past chapter three. I know people say it picks up after that, but like, it's so slow. I haven't played it in two weeks. It's so slow. Don't roast me in the comments. Or is there even, there's no comments in the podcast. What am I talking about? Unless it's on YouTube. I don't even know. But what did you think of Red Dead when when you first saw it? Well, I mean, now everyone's gonna hate me. <laughs> let's see, let's see. I don't need to spread some hate. Sorry, okay. no. We're starting low over here. Um, I played the original Red Dead for only a couple hours, mm. and personally, I didn't like the Western vibe of the game. It just felt everyone everyone kind of comments about how the world's lively and there's a lot of interaction, but it's like. Not really. Mm. When I look back at it, like I guess first time it's 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 good. I mean, it's still a good game. Maybe I'm just not like fond of like the GTA GTA style game, but yeah, like I would say the game's very immersive, but like it doesn't feel. I don't know. There's a lot I've... of like point A to point B, but that takes like twenty minutes every time. Yeah, and like. Red Dead can seem a little, a little not. I don't want to say clunky, but just like I don't know. Just it's not, I don't think it's clunky. I think it's kind of daunting what you're getting yourself into because mm-hmm. there's uh, for a fact I know that Red Dead Two is one of the most mechanically 
Oh my god, yes. I guess difficult or like packed in game because there's so many minute things in the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have your basic things like stamina, health, and, um, you know, like dead eye and like yeah. all these different mechanics you're trying to like juggle and stuff. Yeah, those things. But then you also, I think, I mean, I haven't played the game honestly, but from what I've seen, um, I mean, you get to clean your character. Yeah, you get to clean like his gun. You got to clean your gun and all that. And, like, all this is immersive and all, but I don't I don't know. It's like... I don't know if it adds to gameplay exactly. It makes it fun, you know? Yeah, it's like there's a difference from immersion and fun. And for me, like, it's kind of like almost like how people say, like, oh, graphics aren't everything. The same thing with immersion. I don't feel like immersion is everything. And, like, I look at Assassin's Creed... I have there's some gripes of the game that are both gripes, but at the same time that adds the fun, right? So you have like um, you can change the look of the items you wear, right? So you have a helmet, it looks ugly, so you just make it look like something else, even though you're technically still wearing that ugly helmet, and it, so you can always have your character look cool. Which you know, on one hand, you could say, oh, that that kind of takes away from earning those items, but at the same time, it's just for fun. You know, you're just trying to enjoy the game. The same thing with respecting your character. You literally pay a couple hundred or thousand gold, and then you can immediately respect your whole character. And it, it's immediate. You just press one button, respect the whole character, redo all your ability points. And I, had, I did that twice, you know, just so I could test out some other things, find a better build. And I know some people are like, oh, you should have to, like, you know, it should be a steeper cost. But, like, if you're starting to hate your build because you did some stupid choices like I was, then, you know, you take away from the fun of the game, you know? Yeah, I got you. So, game of the year, God of War. I think it's well deserved. Me, I, I, my favorite game, right, as you should all know, is The Witcher. Number two is this God of War game, right? But I actually went back and played The Witcher, and it almost made me like make God of War my favorite game, period. But I didn't want to base it off of replaying it, because you know how old games, nostalgia... Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it's not going to live in nostalgia, but like, I, I don't know, there's not much to say about God of War because it's like a, just a, such a masterpiece and like no one ever has anything bad to say about it. This is not really much bad to say about it. And usually people who say like stuff about it is like they're complaining. It's just nitpicking. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, mm. yeah. So best ongoing game. So the winner for this, obviously Fortnite, we're not going <laughs> to, yeah, we don't need to go over this Fortnite, literally the most massive fps out there on yeah. the market right now like it took over the markets the only game is probably i know people say PUBG's competing but come on PUBG's PUBG's really starting to die like yeah okay if you guys might not counter-strike went free yeah counter-strike went well, free, free and it, now it's one of the most played games on steam again when that game was dying and while PUBG was dying yeah. valve decided to make the move and they made the right move yeah exactly now, it's beating PUBG, hundred percent in my opinion. And that just shows the power of like free to play games and microtransactions because, you know, I hate right microtransactions unless a game's free. Then I'm okay with certain microtransactions. I think Fortnite did it right. They have a battle pass which you pay like twenty dollars for, and you work for all. You get quite a few skins, or you just pay for skins. That's all it is. That's literally all this. You're just paying for cosmetics in the game. And I think that's like the perfect structure. And you look at PUBG, you have to pay for that game. And that game's dead. Why are you paying for a dead game? No one's going to do it. Make it free and make there some cloth or something in it. 
You know, the only game I feel can pull off you have to pay pay and microtransactions is Call of Duty, but it has that lineage, you know. Yeah. Which, you know, and you think about like realistic um battle royale games, I think Call of Duty just beats not that Call of Duty is realistic, but you guys get what I'm saying. It's more realistic than Fortnite. Like yeah. I think it beats PUBG any day of the week because it just has that brand recognition. Counter-Strike has a battle royale now too. See, and that's going to destroy PUBG because okay i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna disrupt up you. well i just mean like okay that with call of duty both of them you have like bo- both these other realistic shooters you know because a lot of people didn't do fortnite because they were like oh, oh I guess. it's like so kitty what do you think what do i think well I don't know what to think. Fortnite's just on top right yeah, now. Yeah, just on top. Yeah. It's just like... There's, I mean, there's no other answer. Yeah, it was Destiny 2 had no chance. It was just going down. No Man's Sky, everyone... It's been dead. Yeah, it's been dead. Like, yeah, they add more stuff, but, like, no one's going to forgive that game. Overwatch and Rainbow Six, yeah, they're good ongoing games, but, like, Overwatch they've been ongoing has... for so long, they've losing yeah. steam. Yeah. Um, Best game direction, we got A Way Out. Who thought that was going to win except for the guy during the Game Awards? <laughs> I can't wait to, to give my award. <laughs> I'm not trying to make enemies or be mean, but like, come on. Come on. You were in the same category as God of War. Or, and it was Red Dead in here too. And Red Dead. You were not winning this award, boy. But, um, okay. Uh, so we got Detroit Become Human. I don't know. There's too much controversy around that to win, I feel like. It's kind of like a story-based game, right? It's kind of yeah. a, a watch and... Like Heavy Rain. Kind of like Heavy Rain, yeah. Intuitive, yes, but the definition for best game direction says award to the a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Yeah, that's the thing. Design. Mm. You don't feel like it was designed all that well. Not really. Not like in a unique creative. Yeah, way. not at least not in a un a creative way. Yeah, because it's structured in a way where, I mean. You only have, I'm assuming you have a lot of possibilities, but the minor adjustments might not make too much of a difference. Well, in God of War, although it's like linear, mostly linear, the way it presents itself through its cutscenes and the way Kratos interacts with um, his son, I think, tells a greater story than... um, What's, what's that game? Detroit Become Human. Yeah, yeah, because, like, you know, there's a lot of emotion put into that one word. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Um, but, you know, even, like, a, a way out, I would say, is more creative than Detroit. Because they had to, like, make two seamlessly connected, you know, co-op experience. Yeah. You have God of War. It's, like, the single camera angle. You have the Leviathan axe that you can throw and call back. It's, like, already becoming an iconic wep- weapon. Spider-Man, I don't know. It's, Spider-Man shouldn't be here. It, I don't think it should be here. I, and then Red Dead, obviously, it's it's innovative because the whole entire game's a huge immersion. It's like yeah. it's amazing. It's an achievement for video games. Um, so Detroit, like a lot of some of these games, I'm just like, like narrative, narrative. It makes more sense for Detroit to maybe win in this because mm-hmm. it's a narrative game. You know, we have Detroit, God of War. Life is Strange, Spider-Man. Why is Spider-Man on so many of these? I don't know. Maybe I'm downplaying Spider-Man. But I played a good. I played almost a Spider-Man. I, I'm sorry I didn't finish it. 
Uh, I should probably watch the ending or something. But like, I, I don't think the storyline was that good. It was, it was sub. Yeah, subpar. Yeah, we, no, not subpar. I would say it's like an average video game story, like good enough that you're like interested, but not like you remember it and you're like, this is the best thing ever. Oh, I just thought it was too vague and too normal in my opinion. Yeah, too much. Spider Man. Yeah, you want something like crazy? I don't know. Not, Maybe not they wanted crazy. to play it safe, uh, which is with the story, which is good because it's the beginning of a whole franchise. Yeah. I- I don't know. I don't have too many opinions on Spider-Man. It's just, like I said, another Spider-Man game. Yeah. You know? But, boy, do I love web-slinging. <laughs> <laughs> and, but. like, Red Dead, right? It won. Okay. God of War, I guess overall you can say the, the I don't know, the story was fantastic in God of War. I think it's the characters that really, like, built the game, I guess. So I guess you could say... um. Red Dead, I'm not gonna say whether I should have won or not because I haven't beaten it, and I don't have I don't have anything to I don't want to spoil it for myself. I'm not gonna look it up online, you know. I I don't know. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know. You know, I should beat the game first. Yeah, I got you. I haven't played it other yeah so, much, so yeah, it could it could you know best art direction we got Assassin's Creed, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead, and Return of Obra Din, and that's what won. Return of Obra Dinn. What do you think? I haven't even heard of it, honestly. <laughs> um, but looking through these screenshots, it's it's it looks like L.A. noir type. L.A. noir. Hmm. I oh, I I feel like kind of like gives me old like mystery criminal vibes for some reason. Yeah. Hmm, I feel like, okay, Red Dead is beautiful, but it kind of just, you know, it's like, it's it's a, it's a rock star game. Like, I don't know, something about it, it doesn't feel like, it feels like it's too, being too true to life, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's not, it, it artificially creates real life, but it doesn't polish what it means to be a game, you know? Yeah, and then God of War has these stunning moments, like on top of mountains and everything, but... I don't know. It, I thought God of War should one, to be honest. It has great particle effects. It yeah. has great backdrops and good locales. In my, so it's like, why didn't it win? And, like, you know, it didn't win, but, like, I'm almost glad it didn't win because I do want games like Octopath Traveler and this little, I don't I wouldn't say it's indie. I don't even know what it is exactly. I, w- I want some other games to be appreciated in here, and I'm glad it did get the appreciation, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to search it up, actually. And, like, I don't know, Assassin's Creed obviously wasn't going to win because, like, I don't know. Okay, if you look at it graphically, like, it's it's not on the level of God of, of God of War or Red Dead. It's beautiful, but it's not, it's just not quite there. And they have stunning colors and stuff, but I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't say the art direction is, like, on par with those two games. Especially since God of War is, like, it's a linear, it's an open linear game. Yeah, it's, you know? it's semi-open world in a sense. Exactly, so... Yeah, so let's go to the next category. Um, best score. Do we want to go over the best score? Because, like, honestly, I didn't pay attention to any of the... Red Dead 1? Red Dead 1. No. Okay, well, I guess we'll go, no, we'll no, go no, for no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, it has a couple, like, standout songs. That, yeah. Uh, from a couple, like, famous artists. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I understand. A lot of people would enjoy Red Dead music. But 
again, because I haven't played that much, I can't tell. But honestly, yeah, God I guess. Of War and Nino Cooney. I would say God of War. Uh, it, it it hits its theme well, but it's not like something like. I feel like there's one main theme or one main um, song in the game that I'm like, wow, that, that's amazing. But like the rest of it, it's just like, it goes well with the, with the game. And in the moment, you're like, this is amazing. But like, it's not memorable. I could see how people would think Red Dead's memorable. I mean, they take actual artists. Songs yeah. And, and they actually uh, yeah. have them in there. So I don't know. It's kind of a toss up. I didn't, this year, I didn't care too much about this category, you know. Red Dead did a good job. I don't really like the game selection for the uh, that category. Anyways, yeah, I, I thought Nino Cooney might, might have won to be honest. Yeah, that would be nice. You know, I, I love the music in the game. Um, what else have we got? Okay, we got That's some audio design. Audio design. Mm, Red Dead won that. Red Dead won so many. Like at least out of our one game of the year, but like, holy moly. <laughs> Red Dead one. So let's just um let's go to one we care about more. Okay, best performance. Okay, we got the Detroit Become Human guy, <laughs> Brian Tech Deck Chart D Chart. I'm sorry, the I'm, chart. I'm destroying these names. Um, Christopher Judd as Kratos and Judge, Christopher yeah, Judd. Judge. Yeah, there we go, Judge as Kratos. Oh, great. And then we got, I'm not going to try to pronounce her name, I'm sorry, as Cassandra in Assassin's Creed. And then we got Roger Clark as Morgan. And then Yuri as um, Peter Parker. And this was actually a tough category for me. Because I feel like Yuri, you know, he did a good job being Spider-Man. He felt just like Spider-Man. He was a Spider-Man, you know what I mean? He, yeah. He did exactly what you'd want from a Spider-Man. Nothing crazy like some people try to do. Mm-hmm. You have Roger Clark. He played a, a gruff. I don't know. Okay, personally, and a lot of people are gonna get mad. I'm not trying to hate on Red Dead. I love Red Dead. It may seem like me and Billy hate Red Dead. I love Red Dead. Here's the issue: is I feel like his it was a little forced. I feel like it, he was trying a little too hard the whole time to be a, a gruff cowboy. Like I feel like it was just a it was just a little bit forced and. You know, I I don't know. I, I Cassandra love it, charming, charming the whole time. I feel like sometimes it can be a little wonky, honestly. But that's more of the game than her. And like, but when she performs, she performs. Like I I feel like I have a genuine connection. I I love Cassandra. She's an awesome, you know, one. Um, Christopher Ju- Judge, obviously Kratos, fantastic. Oh my God, emotion. <laughs> emotion and the amount of emotion he's able to create while still being stoic at the same time holy what do you think can i tell you something what this is one of those categories that i actually don't really uh you don't care about i don't care about i don't know to me cassandra christopher judge either one of them i wanted to win i still think roger clark 100 percent deserved it he did a fantastic job just a little forced my opinion Uh, we would, we're going to skip games for impact. We didn't even play any, yeah, any we didn't play those games. Independent game. Let's, just, let's go, let's go past. I, I think we might be done with like any of the main one. Action okay. Game. Best action game. Okay. we got call of duty. Um, we got dead cells, destiny, far cry five and mega man 11. Okay. So out of the category, which one won? Dead Cell? Dead Cells won, actually. Dead Cells Amazingly. won. 
is I've heard of it. Most of these games I've heard, I've never played actually. Yeah. Dead Cells. I, is that the one where it's like it's a two D side scroller, but it's yeah. It's the one where it tries to mimic Dark Souls. Kind of, yeah. That's the one. Okay, I can understand why I won then. Yeah, is like the art style beautiful in that game? It's I don't know. It, it the game just really speaks to me. They try to do something new. Call of Duty. Yeah, they did Battle Royale, but they're really copying the trends, and it's Call of Duty. Like, it feels like Call of Duty. It feels... <laughs> Destiny 2, it feels like Destiny. Like, a fantastic shooter, but, like, they didn't do anything new in the Forsaken DLC. And Far Cry 5, I just didn't really like Far Cry 5, honestly. Far Cry 5 was just kind of too samey from 4. I thought, I thought yeah. 4 was great, in my, but 5... Yeah, like, that's why I'm worried. I'm really worried for that series because I feel like 4 was pretty good, but, like, I'm really worried it's going to get samey real quick. Oh, that's already samey. Yeah, <laughs> like, you kind of just do the same things at every single game. Go to towers, do some side missions, unlock your main mission, just do it from there. And then you also don't even need to do the towers. You just, you can go from point A to point B and finish the game in, like, 10 hours. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of plain. It's kind of a plain game. And then we got Mega Man. Mega Man 11, which... I know you love Mega Man. I love Mega Man. He loves himself so Mega Man. The 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 time gear shift mechanic of Mega Man Eleven. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Ooh, ooh, okay. Very interesting. Ooh, okay. Slowing down time. Woo. That's, that's I don't know. It's 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 different because it's usually faster pace and you can control your speed while. I don't know. It just it makes you feel more in control. I guess. Mm. Compared to most Mega Man games. Yeah, I I think I'm glad Dead Cells won. And besides that, I would have wanted Mega Man to win. Like, I just didn't want any of these samey games that they're just kind of pumping too. out. Yeah, they're just... If anything, I guess out of the shooters, I guess I'd give to Destiny. Just because it's more so of a different shooter. They have, like, supers and all this different stuff. But, I mean, like... Call of Duty's been doing the same stuff for a decade. Far Cry's been doing, like, the same stuff for... Well, not same stuff. I don't know. The past two, three games have been doing kind of the same stuff. Since Far Cry 3. Yeah, since Far Cry 3. Maybe maybe even 2. Maybe even 2. Yeah, it's like Far Cry 3, they kind of like perfected 2, more or less, and then they started doing this, going down the same road. Yeah. Same thing. Um, Best action adventure game. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what happened was we saw that. We saw Assassin's Creed. We were like, okay, what else is on this list? Saw God of War. We are like, we already know. What just won, and then what, of course, got over one that category. Um, Shadow Tomb? of the Tomb Raider oh, was on that list. list. That's interesting. I kind of wish it had won. I want some love for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, even though, I don't know, I feel like the gunplay, they made it a little too arcadey for me this time. Uh, it's okay. I'm not the biggest Tomb Raider fan because it low key bites off Uncharted. Like too much? Too much, in my opinion. And Uncharted is. It's just kind of a better version. It's it's just it's the peak version of what you're trying to do, like the the hide, cover, and 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 I guess like shoot gunplay. I, I guess yeah. that's the way you call it. Like <laughs> you're shoot the third person shooter. <laughs> yeah, third person shooter, and climbing mechanic. Says Creed ripoff thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I think yeah. it just does it better. Wow, Tomb Raider. It has like these survival aspects. Like you could, I think you could put traps. Hmm. Actually, I'm not too sure about that, but the the arrow and silent killer thing, oh motif, yeah. yeah, not my style. Not your style. Not my style. Yeah, I'm I'm glad Red didn't win this because they won so many. 
But I don't know. I kind of wish this Assassin's Creed guy was showing a little love. Come on. Come on, guys. Assassin's Creed. You're just biased towards it, though. I, I am kind of biased towards it, but are we biased to any game we like? That's true. That's true. So, God of War. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest here with everyone. When I voted, every single category that had God of War got my vote. <laughs> Why are you complaining? I don't know. <laughs> Literally, most of the ones that got over was in one, except for like two. But I really wanted the Sasquatch shows of love. I just didn't show it any love, though. I don't know what I was expecting. That's... I mean, I didn't vote for it. Then we have best role playing game. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this was a category. <laughs> we got Dragon Quest. Okay. Which you really, really want to play. Yeah, I want to play. It looks like... It looks like Pokemon. <laughs> and it reminds me of Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I, I want to play so bad. It just looks like a great game. Then we got Monster Hunter. Well, well first of all, about Dragon Quest. I have never played Dragon Quest game. Not that bad, actually. So, I, I kind of want to play too. A little excited. But I'm like, almost now I'm just like, should I just wait for 12 or something? Because this one came out a while ago. I'm so far into Assassin's Creed, so far into all of these other games. I feel like I should be playing Red Dead right now. What am I doing, Billy? What am I doing? Nah, man. You could... RPGs, like, they're my favorite mm-hmm. type of game genre. So I'm able to sink as many I hours need, as, you need. as I need. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue. See, we're trying to make videos for Aranda and do this. And, oh, my God. Uh, so we got Monster Hunter World. <laughs> we got Monster Hunter World. Um, What else we got? Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni. Octopath, Traveler. Travelers, and Pillars of Eternity, Deadfire. Which I'm actually surprised it didn't win. I don't know what that game even is. What? I've never heard of it. It's like a super ultra-popular PC game. Really? Yeah, and like I guess I think it's on Xbox, PlayStation. Don't quote me on, on this. Um, but, yeah, it's really popular. I'm really surprised it, it didn't get, I don't know, some type of recognition, but... I don't know. Monster Hunter, it's a great game. It had a lot of content. I think that's really the name of the game. It had a ton of content. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and if you like that, if you like that type of grind, holy moly. You and you had friends to play with you? Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, like that's a lot of fun. if let's say me, Billy, and Javier, we all like really enjoyed Monster Hunter, I could see us loving this game and just clicking the vote button a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> But, well, you know, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. But I thought, eh, I'd probably need friends for this game. And I don't think I'd convince anyone to play this. And it's not that good, you know. Ooh, ooh, let's get pumped, people. Are you pumped, Billy? Are you pumped? Want, want to tell them why you're pumped? <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm pumped because the best fighting game. Let's get it. Let's get it. Dragon Ball Fighters, baby. Oh, my God. It won. It beat Soul Calibur. It beat Street Fighter Arcade Edition, which, okay, honestly, it wasn't that good. And then it beat the Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. It beat them all. Dragon Ball Fighters, ooh. Mechanically, it's very smooth. It flows, and, I mean... It has it the references us, yeah, it has in references. the fighting. And it just looks great. And this is, okay, this thing that makes me most excited for this, right? Right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Since it won Best Fighting Game of the Year... It's just going to show anime fighters, size, you know, 2D anime fighters are going to get more of a push. So maybe we can see a One Piece fighting game or we can maybe we can see a Naruto fighting game or just something with a lot of, you know, and with more of a push to it. These these anime fighters, they have an audience if they're well done. 
Yeah. If they're well done. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, Ultimate are Naruto Storm games. Mm-hmm. They're like the base of Naruto games yeah. right now. Basic. Very basic. Yeah. But, I mean, they're great games. Or, I'm going to say good games. Mm-hmm. But they're not, like, outstanding, in my opinion. Yeah. One Piece games. Right now, there's... I don't think it has, like, a specific genre. Because they're all low-key kind of trash. <laughs> Maybe, like, the action-adventure RPG. Maybe. Yeah. Like, World World Red and, like, Unlimited Adventure. Those type of games. But, meh. Just meh. All around. Just meh. So we got to give it a, a good old clap clap for. I'm surprised Soul Calibur. Yeah, it didn't yeah. win. That's why I was I was like when I saw Soul Calibur come out and it had Geralt in it and it had like all these like different characters, character creator. I was like, oh, the fighting community might surround Soul Calibur and and raise it up, but nope. The the normie masses <laughs> helped in my struggle to get Dragon Ball Fighters <laughs> the award. Well, I mean, I can also see why it didn't win. It's low key or high key not even like a um that's not really competitive or viable for competitive oh it's competitive oh, it's, it's competitive see, but it's not like, it's like it's not as technical as like street fighter or soul caliber i would say it's like the perfect in between of something like i would i would put okay lower you have like let's say storm the storm games naruto storm games. yeah you go up one tier you have like smash then you go up a tier, you're getting into the the range of fighting games. You have the low tier, the lower tier of like quality fighting games, Dragon Ball Fighters. You know, it it has a lot of depth, it has a lot to it, but you know, it, you a lot of people can jump into it. Then you have games that they're just hard. They're just harder than Soul Calibur, Tekken. Tekken's like ultra hard to. That's true. I mean, okay, I guess they are competitive, but. I've been comboing so hard, man. <laughs> how do you? How do you? How do you guys perform like freaking twenty five hit combos with these these guys? Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't, it's just how I play then. What else we got? What else we got? We're gonna we're gonna skip past this. We're gonna best strategy. Game, we're gonna skip past this too. I love strategy games, but this year I just wasn't best sports besides racing. No, we don't care. We already know. Fourth destroy that. Best multiplayer game. game. Oh, okay. Um, so we have Call of Duty, Destiny. Okay, Fortnite. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Let's we just gotta, skip past it. Go. <laughs> Forgot Fortnite was a thing for a second. I don't know how I did. <laughs> um, and I think that's about all the main things we really care about, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was. Those are the awards. Um, I'm highly satisfied for two years. Two. Okay. All the games I ever. Not ever. All the games I wanted to win mostly win. Witcher. One game of the year. God of War, one game of the year. Um, what other, I think there's game, what, one last year? I think Persona won, like, best RPG. So, so you I'm get, happy about that. So, most of the time, you, the games that deserve, oh, wait, Zelda won last year's game yeah, of the year. Yeah, Zelda won last year's. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm happy about that, too. The only year I was kind of upset was, I don't know, a lot of people being enraged, but Overwatch, I, I don't think it's. What well, year was that? That was... 15 or 16? 16, I think. Um, yeah, let me look. Oh, yeah, it was 16. Okay. Yeah, 16 was Overwatch. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, now we're going to go to our next section of this podcast, which was just the announcements and things that happened during the Game Awards. 
we have a list um, coming from Polygon. It's the the big things that happen. We didn't take notes during it because, like, well, who takes notes when, when you're <laughs> watching the Game Awards? I don't know. Maybe we should have. But we're just going to go down, and if we see things that we also think are big announcements, you know, we're just going to talk about it. Um, okay, let's talk about the the actual, the biggest announcement. <laughs> the biggest okay. announcement, okay. Let's talk about Smash Brothers real quick. <laughs> Recently, okay, December 7th, it's, it's December 12th right now. Lucas and I have been playing Smash for like two, three days now, yeah. nonstop. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, it's Smash Ultimate. It's good. It's fire. It's so good, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I think it might be better than Melee. I, I personally... I think it is. I, I think, think it's better than Melee. I think it's it ha, it's it's ultimate. It's ultimate. It's literally the ultimate experience. It feels super close to the speed of Melee, and it's oh my god, we're just starting to learn like like like, like movement in this game. We're we're tra- we're getting yeah, we're, we're getting, getting some high tier. Decent. Yeah, we're playing. We're, we're going ham. Yeah, yeah, we got the Marth main, and I'm the Captain Falcon main. <laughs> oh, it's fire! <laughs> so. At the Game Awards, mm-hmm. when they announced that Joker from Persona Five, yeah, from Persona, Persona 5, Five, is going to be in Smash. Mm-hmm. Persona Five, one of my favorite <laughs> role-playing games. He went insane. I went insane. It's so crazy. Cue the hat hitting the the beer. <laughs> Give. <laughs> if you guys don't know, go to Kind of Funny's reaction. This guy, he. He, when he sees the trailer, he jumps up, spins around, grabs his hat, and throws at this at this, <laughs> this beer bottle, destroying this other guy's razor like a thousand dollar computer. <laughs> but, That's how I feel though. Yeah, it's crazy that Nintendo or even Sakurai are like they're able to put these characters from like these third party characters in here. It's just I'm in love, man. And like you know, I haven't played that much. Persona. I've tried a little bit of it on the PSP. Um, Persona Four, Four. Golden. Yeah. Um, and that's because my brother had it at the time, and I was like, Ooh, "Let me, let me try this, brother." Um, I don't know why I did a little, a little weird accent, but um, and I and I really liked it, and but obviously Joker is just a, a really cool looking character. Um, I've seen a lot of gameplay of it. He's just, it's just a cool, a cool game, a cool character. I'm even pumped for. I'm pumped for anyone they put into into the game, unless it's like a really stupid character, like <coughs> brought a plant. Um, you know, like of course I'm I'm a little weeb, and I would really like Goku in the game. Like that would be my dream. But you know, there's lots of other characters that deserve to be in the game. A lot of you know, it'd be cool if they put. I, I know this kind of weird Master Chief in the game. They have Snake in the game. Nintendo's been shown to be really friendly with Microsoft lately. Put Master Chief in the game, see what he's all about. That'd be kind of cool. But like Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Kazooie, Kazooie, that'd be perfect. Spyro, ooh, Spyro would be cool, but nah, that's. I feel like he has less moves, but like, ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people love that too. Yeah, so. You know that was that. What made your night? That made your week, oh, your month, your year. My everything. Your everything. So, we we got that announcement. Yeah, that's that was the biggest announcement. Yeah, the biggest and unexpected announcement. You know, Mortal Kombat 11. I could care less. I'm sorry. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I could care less. I'm sorry. <laughs> Far Cry New Dawn. I thought that was interesting. I think it's very interesting, 
but I'm kind of bored with these post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic games. I'm kind of bored with them. After Fallout and Fallout 76 and all these other games, I don't know. It's but that's the thing. This game's supposed to be a spin-off of the series. That's true, and it does connect directly. Like they're still in Montana, so it, and it actually connects directly to the fifth one. Yeah. But like, I don't. I'm thinking the guy from the fifth one who died. Did I just say that? Did I just spoil the game. No. Who who died? I he's actually not dead. We find out in the trailer, and I'm thinking he actually might help you because he it looked like he was like, oh, I was wrong about what I was talking about. Um. So I don't know. It, okay, this is my issue, and tell me if you think the same thing, right? And as you say your thing, I'm going to have to grab the charger from my computer. I'm sorry, guys. It's a bootleg podcast right now. Um, so, do you think that... Because this is my issue, right? Assassin's Creed, love the game. And they have certain, like, hunt the Nemean lion, hunt these you know mythical creatures that have monsters, Medusa, whatever. Minotaur. But I want more of that stuff. I know Assassin's Creed, but I want more of that stuff. Just because it's fun, right? Same thing with Far Cry. In... You you have for Fallout, you have all these different creatures and all these mutated things that you can fight, and they have creativity, have different things to fight. In this game, it's only humans. And you look at something like Rage, I think it's Rage. Yeah, I think it's Rage. And since they're they're doing the post-apocalyptic thing, but they can make all these crazy-looking mutant people at least. This game, yeah. it's just it's just humans. That's all it is. They're also animals. But that's not yeah, and you, like you can shoot them from far and it's humans easy. and animals. So it's like um, I don't know. What, what what do you think? What do you think? I'm perfect. The thing is, I, I do agree with Lucas. I believe that they can expand the variety of enemies because, like like Lucas said, or you could look at something like Borderlands. Honestly, because this is going to be a spinoff game, and I feel like. If it's gonna be a spinoff game, you could just go low key, balls deep with all the enemies. You could have like mutants. I don't know, freaking giants. Go for it. Have freaking um ancient creatures. What do you <laughs> want? Creatures. Like, what do you... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Looking from the trailer, it, it seems like it's gonna be somewhat more tribal. Yeah, tribal or ancient. Which. But... Far Cry, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Let's say Tribal Edition. <laughs> Far Cry, the the caveman one. That was actually my favorite Far Cry. And that may seem like, what? But I love that game because you can ride saber tooths and there's all this like, crazy things you can do. And I don't know, there was different you know types of like Neanderthals and stuff that you yeah. can fight. It just felt really fresh. Like That's what I really loved about it. But this, I don't know, it just looks like they're using it as an excuse to have crazy weapons like uh it, like this looks stupid why do you need a, a a crossbow gun with a razor spinning thing it's like it you can tell it's a gun you don't need the crossbow part of, i don't know it just looks like an excuse to make crazy weapons yeah. i don't know but if they do go on with that like weird mechanic thing you do with your gun having weird weapons and stuff like that then I believe that enemies should as well. Yeah. And, yeah, I I think the enemies should, you know, if you're going to, yeah, you're right. If they have crazy weapons, enemies should also have crazy weapons and crazy, should be crazy. Mm -hmm. Because how are they going to fight that? 
You know, they have some regular stuff. I don't know. Um, and then we have this other game. It's called Ancestors Mankind Odyssey. And did you see this? No, I have not. This game looked whack. I'm sorry. It To me, it, it looked like they should not have announced this because it was not ready to be announced. Basically, I was hoping they would actually have a, a, a trailer to show you, like, so you could see what it was like. Um, basically, there's these, like, Neanderthal monkey people, like, walking, run, running around, and uh, I don't know, the, the graphics and just everything, even the physics, and it just didn't look like it was finished or polished out. Not as it should be finished, but, like, it didn't even look like an alpha stage thing. It looked really really like before it's ready at all and i almost reminded me of no man's sky like (laughs) i was pretty high for no man's sky but like i learned my lesson after that game um ancestors of humanity ancestors of the humankind odyssey what a horrible name too like i don't know do you do you think that's a good name for our game wait it was made by the same people who made Assassin's Creed. No way. No, no. That's the first... No, that was in the first video title. No way. Okay, hold up. We gotta go back. After that. Okay. Later. But let's watch this trailer real quick, because I don't... See, look. It... See, you should... You guys should look this up. If you're in the car or something, I'm sorry. But I don't know. Like, when this monkey goes through, you know, the these trees and stuff, the branches and stuff, they don't even move. I know... People are like, why are, you, why are you complaining about such small details, Lucas? But I'm just saying that, you know, so many games have such high detail now that, like... <laughs> I'm, <laughs> See, sorry, really, I'm sorry. He's already laughing it's, at this. It's just the fire particle or the fire effect that they had on the, um, it, the, the, the character. It looks like a, like a Xbox 360 game. Like an indie Xbox 360 game, doesn't it? Um, honestly, kind of. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge it yet. It's in okay. My interest. Loki has an interesting concept, but it's. I don't know how they're gonna pull it off. Yeah, like it could be really compelling, really cool. Nah. We'll just have to see. Well, As you can tell, I'm not of rage. Speaking rage. Of rage. Rage. Oh man. Rage. Immediately, already the better FPS that was announced compared yeah. to Far Cry. Literally. Easy. Literally, what Far Cry is trying to do, <laughs> like if like we already seen a couple of trailers of Rage, but let's say Rage, this trailer was the first trailer of Rage, and it came out at the Game Awards. No one would even be talking about Far Cry, right? It looks to me, it looks so much better. So many different possibilities for it. You have all these like crazy weapons. Let's let's, let's pull up a little, a little video so me and Billy can can describe to you guys why this game looks looks better. Why it looks better. Um, so. Oh my god, this is this is crazy. So you have all these crazy weapons. You have like a boomerang, boomerang thing. Different vehicles that you can drive. And the world looks huge. The trailer looks fun, which is a good. It's going to be telling of the game. If the trailer looks fun, the game's probably going to be not take itself too seriously. It gives me like Borderland vibes. Yeah, like a like in the you know personally, I never liked Borderlands just because of the graphics. Yeah. And how it was portrayed. Um, but like, this is like so many possibilities. So fun. I'm just, I'm just hyped for it just to, to try it out. You know, I'll probably, 
I'll probably maybe, I don't know, borrow from someone, rent it for like a day, just see what it's like. And if I like it, you know, it might be a little, you know, get some time off my hands, play a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure the story probably won't be as good as Far Cry, but honestly, Far Cry stories just, they're it's, not that yeah, good. It's been, Anyways. It's been uh, going downhill since... Yeah, since that one guy, uh, what's his name? I don't okay, I don't know his name, but it's four. Uh, let me just say four. Yeah, and four and three. Those those villains were compelling. Yeah, they were not. I used to work compelling a lot. I just realized. Dragon Age, round of applause. Oh, Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, he went what? Oh, I've yeah. actually never played one. Oh, and I've been trying to play. I've been trying to find a game to start, but I don't know. I look kind of daunting. Okay, Dragon Age is a lot. There's a lot to it. Yeah, the thing is, each one's quite a bit different, actually. The first one's very different from the second one. They're different from the... I think the... It's not an official third one. Um, and then my... Okay, I played the first one, which I gotta admit, I was pretty young. I was pretty young playing this. I wasn't that... I'm, you guys should know, I'm 19, right? I'm 19 right now. Billy's 18. So this is this is a good contextual stuff, so you guys know our views on video games, and we have a not the the oldest viewpoint on these games, right? But when I was playing the first game, I was like, "This game's kind of creepy. This game, I don't know, <laughs> slow as hell. I didn't, I was lost in this game, and I replayed it years later. I was still lost in that game. I was so lost on what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> and then, you know, I played a little bit of the second one. I just thought it was kind of boring, but. Dragon Age Inquisition, oh my god, so fun. I don't know, I thought it was so fun. Um, there was issues, I felt like it felt a little too automated um, with the fighting and stuff, didn't feel active enough for me. But the colors, it, I don't know, it just felt like like the type of tactical game I wanted to play, you know? Maybe I should start there, Inquisition. Inquisition, I definitely, it was a, it won game of the year, it's a year, I'm pretty sure, if I remember really? right. Yeah, so I think if you were to start Dragon Age, Skip the other ones. Other people will disagree. Stranger Three, Stranger Things Three. The game looks. I'm not interested. Like whatever. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I don't even remember what that was. Atlas. I keep making this joke. It looks like what um freaking CFDs should have been. It looks like the when they were actually showing it before they said the name Atlas. I thought it was Sea of Thieves expansion. Look, it looks exactly like Sea of Thieves. It, yeah. And I just thought, wow, they updated the game and made it better. Look, they added all these monsters, these lightning dragons and stuff. And then just to find out, it's a new MMO um, thing called Atlas. And it's from the creators of Ark. Which, like, personally, I didn't think Ark was that good, but... If they learn from their mistakes and then they just make a, a better version of Sea of Thieves, this could actually be what we were all expecting. It could be really fun. And I don't know. I don't even. It's. It's. I don't even know why. It's coming to Xbox. Actually, it was kind of insane. It was since that Xbox is allowing it in this preview program since Sea of Thieves came out. You'd think it would be trying to push Sea of Thieves, but. <laughs> I guess not. I. Like I said, I don't know what's with these pirate games and why. <laughs> what's with like, these pirate games? They've been coming well, out like left what's and a, right. What's against pirates, Billy? What do you have against pirates? I don't, I don't have anything. I watch One Piece, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. Because I, I don't see if the. Okay. 
People like Sea of Thieves. Yeah, people like Sea of Thieves, yeah. But it's not outstanding. Mm, mm. Right? Yeah. Because, real talk, it's, it's kind of... It's, it's, it's kind of boring. It's kind of boring. It's just kind of... Not much to do in it. There's not yeah, cool missions. Yeah, and this, at say. least I see there's like fire demons and the krakens and leviathans and like just crazy stuff to do with people. Mm-hmm. See, it was just like... It's just boat. Just chill on your boat. Chill Go to the islands, I guess. Boat. Kind of. Yeah. And, like, I guess if you want to chill on your boat simulator, you can play Sea of Thieves. But, you know. Oh, that was it. That was most of the big announcements. Um, oh. We also had um, the human ascension to becoming robots. Did you see that? It was the this woman. She played this. She was singing. <laughs> she was singing and synthing her voice at the same time. That was a bad for some of that, that was fantastic. That was my favorite part of the awards. Just want to give that a, a good old shout out. Um, okay, so that was all the gaming news. That oh yeah, did you want to talk about the Switch games? I feel nah, like no, no, nah, yeah, okay. So, okay, so now we're going to our main topic after 53 minutes. We're going to go on track. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, this is the first episode, guys. Oh, we're going to try to cut down this this new section to 30 minutes, probably. Have yeah. the, the main thing be like 30 minutes, and then our little outro thing be 15 minutes. That'd be a good little, mm-hmm. up to hour and a half. But this one's probably going to be a longer podcast. So, I don't know if that was loud. I'm, I'm worried about these people's ears. That's probably gonna be loud. That's gonna be really when you loud. are scratching the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, when I was scratching the phone. Oh my god, I'm sorry, people. I'm so sorry. I'm. Oh. But so the topic for this first um, podcast is what makes a game's difficulty perfect to you. What are you expecting from a game? Um, what detracts from um, difficulty? And if you, someone out there is saying you just came up with this topic because you watched Donkey's video, yes, that is exactly why I came up with this topic. <laughs> Because I thought that was a com- that was honestly that was a good video. That was a good video. I, it, it inspired me to want to talk about this right now. So let's talk about it. What what games do you consider good difficulty, perfect difficulty, however you want to phrase it? Games that I consider to have the right amount of difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. That's hard <laughs> because most of my favorite games. Loki have easy difficulty, but okay, yeah, but more enjoyable. It's more enjoyable. To me, that's not the perfect difficulty. I would like a a balance of both mm-hmm. challenge mm-hmm. and freedom mm-hmm. and just overall fun. You yeah. know, difficulty that doesn't you know degrade the game experience. Mm, yeah, and in that case, I think the perfect difficulty. Mm-hmm. Would have to be in Zelda Breath. Oh shoot! Heads up, you have a sixty minutes. Yo, <laughs> don't worry. We'll, we'll we can just attach them. Okay, attach to. Okay, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll stop it right here. <laughs> Okay, we're, I don't know how we're going to cut that. I don't know what's happening here. We're, we're just learning about the podcast biz right here. Um, but back to what you were saying, Billy. Perfect difficulty, you are going to say breath. 
Oh yeah, Breath of the Wild. Breath Zelda of the Wild. on Nintendo Switch. On Nintendo Switch. Okay. Okay. Why is it? Why is it the perfect difficulty for you? Well, first things first. When you start off the game, you're mm-hmm. completely naked, right? Mm-hmm. And best the, game, ten out of ten. <laughs> and the game basically forces you to pick things up on the Great Plateau and okay. make do with what you have. You know, get tree branches, and eventually you find an axe, or you find you also find food and things like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So this whole Great Plateau section, it's just a tutorial. Okay. Yeah. And once you find your first enemy, you realize. They're hard. They hit hard. Yeah, they hit hard, yeah. Like half a heart or maybe a whole heart. And you're like, God dang. Mm-hmm. But once you defeat the enemy, you get a pretty decent item mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some parts. You do that a couple times, you get a good, you get a pretty good inventory. Yeah. You know, you start doing your quest. And after, you, let's just say, you skip everything. And you have all your rooms. And, you know, you're about to get off the Great Plateau. Mm-hmm. You have a good amount of weapons, and you have a good understanding of how the game starts to work. Mm-hmm. I believe that fits into difficulty because knowledge of the game is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> knowledge, straight knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the enemies get any easier or any harder. Yeah. You know, they're, they're still going to hit pretty pretty hard. Yeah, enemies are as hard as they're going to get. They yeah. are what they are. Yeah. And the moment you get off the Great Plateau, enemy scaling starts going up. They start hitting harder, but it's not unfair because yeah. even though sometimes, okay, low-keys, sometimes, somebody's yeah. do like one-shot you for yeah. no reason, but, you know, after dying a couple times, I want to say you wouldn't die more than like 10 times unless you truly suck. Yeah, unless you were horrible. Yeah, unless you're horrible and you don't understand the game, then learn the game. Yeah. The game punish, punishes you for not understanding the game, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. It's just good vibes all around. You you learn from your mistakes yeah. too. That's the thing. And I guess what I like about that is because with the difficulty, you know what enemies are gonna fight, right? They they do a good job of making enemies that are more difficult, obviously more difficult. A Lionel is much bigger, has much more obviously dangerous weapons. Same thing with a uh, Cyclops. You know, is huge. You know, mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be more dangerous. And then with even the regular enemies, when they are, you know, when they're continually um, making them harder, right? They make them look different, different colors, different all, all that stuff, all yeah. that stuff, right? So, yeah, they, they do scale the it pretty well. I just think my my only issue with the difficulty in that game is the end game difficulty. You like, you're, you're pretty powerful, <laughs> You know, you have the sword, you have all the hearts, all the, That's true. you know, all the armor you need, all the weapons you need. You have, like, a whole bunch of fire swords, a whole bunch of ice swords, a whole bunch of everything. I guess just because the way I played, I didn't initially seek out all the shrines or do all that. I just did the main mission. Every now and then, you know, I would go my way to explore and, you know, get the goodies. But because of that, because I wasn't actively searching for better gear, but I knew how the game somewhat worked, mm-hmm. I felt like... Through my experience, that was a perfect difficulty. Yeah. I think Endgame, I had, I still had like 13 hearts. Like, mm. I just had the minimum number. Hearts, you need. Yeah, minimum f- for the Master Sword. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I didn't go beyond that. No. And w- even after I got the Master Sword, I, s- I switched hearts so I can get more stamina wheels. No, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I think that's really good to game design that 
the games harder or easier depending on how you play it. For me, right, it was really hard in the beginning because I just tried to do the, the missions. Yeah. And then next, you know, I was exploring. All I wanted to do was shrines. I did a ton, ton of shrines. <laughs> then the other two um, main shrine, well, I forget what they're called. Um, they were kind of easy for me. Divine Beast. Yeah, Divine Beast. They were the last like two or three Divine Beasts were actually pretty easy because you know. Yeah. I had gotten like everything I, like I needed before I had yeah. gone there, and also I had like grinded the the bowling game. Yeah, if you guys <laughs> know what I'm talking about, yeah, I can grind that bowling game. Um, yeah, and it, it, yeah, you're right. They, they did a pretty good job of bringing a good difficulty to to it. Um, I don't know. You? For me, this is difficult, right? I look at games like, okay, I'll go off with some games. You know, I'll go a game I think has good difficulty. Why? And then I'll talk about some games I think have bad difficulty. Okay, Dark Souls 3. I think has a, the like the perfect difficulty. And the reason being is a lot of people like Dark Souls 3 is easier. I think Dark Souls 3 is the perfect difficulty of those genre of game. Because Dark Souls 1, is prob- for me, it's probably most of the controls. just felt clunky. But it had- Dark Souls 1 and 2 just have a level of difficulty that, I don't know, I, I it's just slightly more than 3. And just slightly enough that it's, it's not even satisfying, really. It's just kind of like, finally, this boss is over. Well, Dark Souls 3, when you, for most of the bosses and stuff, when you beat them, you're like, it feels like an achievement. It feels earned. You get close a lot to beating them. And then you're like, finally, I did it. You know, you get this real big sense of achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at Bloodborne. I would say the first time I played Bloodborne, oh, brutally hard. It was That was the first type of game I had played of that genre. Yeah. But then I played Dark Souls 3. And then I played some of Dark Souls 2, like half of Dark Souls 2. Went back to Bloodborne. Easy. That game was easy. And I guess those games are kind of contingent on if you play that genre before but i think there's something really special about a game that's just like this is the difficulty this is the this is what this game was meant to be yeah you know what i mean i'm not too fond of games that give you a thousand different yeah difficulty options yeah or like an example is call of duty yeah they they, they have like six or seven difficulty options every time from easy to veteran to like impossible or something like that it's I don't know. That's not the right way to like do it. Yeah, like that's just trying to pad out game time through artificially making your consumer rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like okay, what are we gonna do to make this game harder? We're gonna turn down the amount of damage the player can do. We'll we'll double the amount of damage the the um, NPCs can do. Yeah, we'll we'll like, give them double health. You'll give them double health. We'll we'll maybe even turn down the XP you can earn from defeating them. Yeah. It's like you're just it's just rage induced, you know. I it, it's not understandable. I think for me, it w- I think there should only be two options: normal, the way the game was meant to be played, and hard. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect because there's gonna be those people who just love the game. They want to play it one more time. They need want a reason, make a hard difficulty and or a new game plus with a hard difficulty, and maybe rearrange the where the enemies are and maybe slight buffs. Not these crazy buffs, slight buffs. Maybe even include one or two new enemies in there. Put some effort into the hard mode being there. People will appreciate that. I don't know. I I think... What do you think about that? Uh, I just thought about the idea. Having new enemies 
like one new enemy in, in each like section. Let's say there's eight main sections of a game having one new enemy in each one. So it has people have an incentive to play it on hard. As a new enemy, you mean like a new enemy completely or a new enemy? A new completely new enemy free for like each section of the game. And let's say they rearrange the location of all the enemies. So there's like maybe you walk into a room instead of three skeletons, it's two demon lords and one skeleton archer. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Okay, something like that. Yeah, they um, rearrange everything and then one new enemy. Like Dark Souls does that. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that? I think that would be... That's all right. That's more on the developer, though. Mm. That's more work on the developer, trying to figure out how to earn the consumer's, I guess, trust in a way. Yeah. But, like, um, Zelda Breath of the Wild tried to have a hard mode, which is master mode. Mm. Yeah. Every single enemy. Yeah. So, the way you describe it and compare to that, that's what I'm comparing it to. Um, yours is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, first of all, enemy placement in in Breath of the Wild hard mode still the same. Yeah, still the same still stuff. The same. Yeah. yeah. It's just harder. Yeah, it's just harder. They switch the enemy types. Not the enemy types, but the enemy color, mm-hmm. which determines their so-called, uh, you know, HP or difficulty. Yeah, and damage and all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. I think about... Um, Gotta War. Gotta War, I think this is perfectly, is that they had the New Game Plus. Yeah, New Game Plus, right? New yeah. Game Plus, they had that um, as an addition to the game after the game had come out. It was like a month later or something like that. Or I don't, I don't know exactly the time frame. Don't quote me on this. I'm not an expert. I don't work at IG. It's like, no. But it, they they had the they had the, the game, like, I don't know, like the New Game Plus a month afterwards. So they could focus on the game, and then this other thing they know people would wanted, but of course it would take time for people to beat the game anyways. Yeah. They just waited on it, and they worked on it, and boom, you, you got it later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think that's a feasible thing? Or like, let's say the game's having DLC. The first DLC drops, you get the DLC, and you get the hard mode with it. What do you think? Do you think, do you think people would rage if, there, if hard mode was included in DLC? And like yeah, definitely. That's what <laughs> Zelda did. That's exactly what oh, Zelda shit, did. You're right. But I mean, like, this is okay. This is where I was specify. Well, what about like I'm describing? Like, you get genuinely new enemies, and you get new enemy placement. Maybe even an, a new ability or something. Like, you get some some genuine new stuff in there. Do you think people would be mad? Are you talking about DLC or hard mode? Um, D- hard mode accompanied with a DLC. So it's like a part of that. Maybe the maybe the hard mode itself, like the enemy placement, that's free. Let's say it's like that's like okay, part so of that. That's, that is hard mode itself. Yeah. So let's say let's say the the update comes in. Okay, we'll go with two scenarios first. Okay, one scenario, hard mode is a part of the DLC. You have to buy the DLC to get the hard mode. And what it does is it restructures where the enemies are and which enemies are there, and it puts new enemies in each section. Maybe one or two new enemies in each section. Because it's DLC, I am okay with that. Mm-hmm. Just don't make it Breath of the Wild DLC yeah. hard mode because obviously they didn't do that. Yeah. If they do add new new enemies or new enemy placements or yeah. how they spawn, then I would be okay with that because I don't feel cheesed that yeah. I wasted my money. And I think 
it would be fine if that was going to happen and it came with some genuine new DLC, like a new section of the game or a new yeah. a new thing. It's like, okay, I'm already getting that. I'm going to play through that. And then I'm going to be done with the game. Let me just replay through it new. Yeah. Unless the second scenario. Some people right now listening might be like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> you know? yeah, they're, they're like, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I There's, there's a lot of options you can do with um, difficulty. Um... What are some games you feel like are bad? Like, they're I know, it's not bad, but I mean, like, their difficulty's bad. Bad difficulty. Yeah. Um, bad difficulty. This is just me griping, but my favorite game is, mm. or a Zelda game is, like, Zelda Majora's Mask, right? That's, like, one of the OGs that came out with um, Ocarina of Time. I feel like both those games have terrible difficulty because it's mm. just super easy. You yeah. only take half a heart or... Up to a quarter of a heart mm-hmm. of damage. Yeah. And you start out with three. Essentially, you can take 12 hits from the beginning of the game. Okay. And you have a lot of invincibility frames. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah, that's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty easy. Like, there's no way of upping the difficulty. There's no way to... Yeah, there's no way to make it harder in any case. Yeah. Mm. And, hmm. I have another example. Yeah, let me, let me hear it. that difficulty. Um... This is more upon the player, in my opinion. Yeah. But Mega Man, that's a subjective. Really? Yeah, okay. Mega Man has technically bad difficulty. Oh, is it like too many difficulty spikes? Or like, what makes it bad? Because, you know, bad difficulty doesn't just have to be like, if it's easy, but it could be like, it suddenly spikes and it's easy. Then it spikes and then it's easy. I mean, it can be easy. It can be hard. Because, okay, okay, so the way Mega Man works, because you haven't played yeah, too much yet. I'm playing Mega Man. So, there are... Eight robot masters, right? Mm-hmm. That is a feat. Yeah. You can either make it super, super easy. Mm. Look up on Google the robot order because once there's always that one robot that's slightly hard but is man- manageable to beat. Yeah. Without like any other weapon mm-hmm. except your Mega Buster. Yeah. If you do that, the rest of the game is going to be a cakewalk because you oh. have the other robots like weakness yeah okay. and you can essentially stun them with that weakness and just repeat 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 repeat, repeat until, yeah, until mm. and then it's just one two three one two until you got all eight of them and finish the game mm, yeah so that's super that's the easy way and that's then you also have the hard way where you don't know anything yeah. and you just randomly because the the rest of the seven mm-hmm. besides that first one the seven mm-hmm. if you don't know how to beat them or if you're just unskilled which most likely most players are going to be it's not easy to master Mega Man's controls yeah it's gonna suck yeah which is kind of it's cool it's good game design but it's bad difficulty in my opinion if that makes okay, sense good game design bad difficulty so you're basically saying it's too punishing for new players and too rewarding for experienced players I want to say rewarding for yeah uh, actually yeah okay yeah that is a way to put it if you know your way around it if you can just look at the game, like, I know that Robot Master is going to suck. I'm going to go first mm-hmm. and beat the game <laughs> in two hours. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Easy, yeah. But if you're going to be new, like Lucas, who I'm going <laughs> to force to play Mega Man 11, <laughs> oh he's going to be God. like, help me. Help my I don't want to play this game anymore because I don't, I can't beat it. Yeah, I, I can't do it yeah, I need the weapon. Mm. And if you're that player, you're going to eventually look up, like, how to beat the Robot Masters in, like, the order anyways. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Well, 
see, I can't. I don't know how I'm gonna say about Mega Man because I haven't played it. Yeah, but man. like, I can see how that would be. It's it kind of like, reminds me of Dark Souls for uh, like like Bloodborne to me, right? I'd played so many Dark Souls games, but how am I? And I played Neo too, so I had so many different kinds of Dark Souls and Neo and all that stuff experience that when I got the Bloodborne, all I just knew what would need to be done. Patience. Uh, that's all. That, that's the name of the game for that. For that game, patience and timing. That that's all you need to know. If you can do those two things, you can beat the game very easily. There's only a couple bosses that will still give you stru- um, struggle. You know what I mean? So I can I can definitely see how that makes it mad because it brings down the like the quality. If you want to replay the game, you know you know how to beat it, and you have to willi- willingly do make stupid choices yeah. <laughs> that make it harder on yourself, which. Mm-hmm. I guess it's rewarding at first, but later on it's just kind of. It's a drag. Yeah, it's a drag. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like another game that sadly has kind of a bad difficulty. I would say Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Beginning of the game, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. You're not right. It's not like the easiest thing. Um, you you can die quite a bit because you don't have any abilities. You don't have really any much you can do. You have a couple cool abilities, right? And then as you're going through the game, you finally start to realize, like, oh, I can do this. I can combo this. I can, I we can, you know, get these two things together, whatever. And but then once you get towards the end of the game, you're just wrecking everyone. You know, you're shadow <laughs> striking everyone. You're teleporting and, and popping these people's heads. Yeah. It, that's the issue with that combat system. Once you get all the abilities, it's over. It's over. You you can destroy just about anyone. They have to cheese you. To, you know, what I mean, yeah. you have to do some great game shark, some <laughs> some some random stuff <laughs> to beat you. Um, I don't know. I I really just think the the combat in that game is so fun, but the difficulty it just it just falls so quickly. Um, another good game. Is I hate this. I hate this ability. I hate this more with a passion than anything else. Is that you, when you can't die in a game, oh. you literally can't die. I already have an example. Kirby's Epic Yarn. <laughs> Perfect example. What is that? I know it's like a child, like, yeah, it's children. children. It is a children game, yeah. basically. But I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't you even know where to go. Right it's, like, it's like <laughs> it's just that bad. The, why you have enemies in the first place? Yeah, why? Why even have a game in first? You can't die. You don't have no punishment. Yeah, you have no reward for pushing through something. That's that's the whole thing people love about games, right? When it comes down to it, is you're pushing through something, whether it's to see the story, whether it's just that sense of achievement to do something you could never do in real life. You're that you're trying to push through and and beat NPCs or other players or whatever. Yeah. And you think about a game like, okay, Fable 1 had some pretty okay difficulty. You know, I wouldn't say it, it was hard or it was easy. It was just, right, yeah, yeah it, it went out kind of up and down. It was good difficulty. Fable 2, you couldn't die. You couldn't die, guys. Billy, you couldn't die. <laughs> I literally went to a tower, found the hardest enemy, and then I fought him for two hours. I was a kid with... with I was a kid... <laughs> I was a kid with no, you know, responsibilities on my hands. So I had two hours to spare. Yeah. I went to a tower and fought the hardest enemy for like two hours at a low level. Eventually beat him. Because I could just get knocked out, wake up, hit him twice, knock me out for 30 seconds, get back up. And I just did that for two hours until I beat him. 
and Fable 3, the same thing. The same thing. Are you kidding me? Is that a bad game design or, or or what's happening here? I don't understand, Billy. Huh. And you know, I never really thought about I never really thought about that. But like that's I can only keep going back to one thing. It's like if you're you're having like an action adventure game. Yeah. Or an adventure game, you know, with enemies. Mm-hmm. If you're unable to die by those enemies, if there's no sort of risk yeah. Then why include those anyways? That the game should be different. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be in that genre. There yeah. are there are tons of story driven games where you can't die or you can't, you know, fight. Mm-hmm. But those are, you know, they're they're great games. So yeah. why why even have why? Yeah. Why why even? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, you know what else? Hey. What else? Wait, let me hear. Oh let me hear. Let me hear it. <laughs> when when games just the game just throws you free lives <laughs> yeah they're just like mario yeah they're like okay um you're doing kind of bad here let me just give you some stuff for free not, not, not even not even you're doing bad more okay. like i'm gonna reward you for hitting your head on this block because i feel like it <laughs> oh okay i get what you're saying so there's so like getting health and stuff without there being any like like balancing yeah. into that basically, yeah. it's kind of it's just kind of random. Just here, yeah. take this. Have ten potions versus one enemy. Yeah, that type of yeah. Yeah, because you look at okay, you look at Dark Souls. Obviously, you have a certain amount of Estus flies that you can drink to get health. You go to the bonfire, which resets the enemies, but you get all your potion back. Mm-hmm. A good little give take. You have Assassin's Creed. When you're fighting people, you can't get health back unless you have a specific ability, which then uses your ability points or whatever adrenaline to get your health back or you have to run and there's a lot of enemies sometimes it's hard you have to run and hide until your health comes back um the like there's a it's a good little balance here and then you have mario over here like yeah, mario, like specifically usually the uh 2d marios because yeah. you're going through a level i guarantee you can pick up up to like five one-up mushrooms and you're chilling yeah. So I'm happy that when they uh, released Odyssey, they they stuck it back to the um, the health system, where you hit three times and you die. But the only issue with Odyssey is all you do is you lose coins. You lose like ten coins. Oh yeah, there's no like, <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's uh, no like, risk. There's no risk. Yeah, like it's, it makes you mad when you're like, oh, I have to restart this whole little section. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no real. Yeah, I guess you're right. Negative to that either. At least with Mar- the original Mario, you have to restart the whole entire level. I don't know. I guess the biggest difficulty, or thing about difficulty, right? I don't know if you agree with this or not. Is is it's all about achievement. Does it? I feel like difficulty, um, good difficulty equals achievement. Do you feel like you you achieved something that you were that you worthily, whatever the heck you got? You know what I mean? Kinda, yeah. Like you I earned it. It definitely associates with uh, achievement. Um, but do I? Or is it about fun? Or what, what is it about the you? Difficulty? Because I don't know. I feel like it's about achievement, uh, achieving something. Any game you want to feel like you achieved something when you beat something. I feel like if I'm not having fun though, I'm, not, I'm unable to achieve happiness. <laughs> like, you know. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's true. That's kind of like the most basic thing yeah, about so games. I mean, that, is that like is, you, yeah. If you're not having fun during it, 
But you know, and that plays into a lot of things like game design. And, yeah. And music, uh, music. What are we talking about? This is like, <laughs> this lots Man, of this music. Sure is difficult, bro. <laughs> Lucas, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, gameplay. How? Yeah, I guess, I guess there's a lot of different things that that structure into that. But you know, any any last things you want to discuss about difficulty or about certain games you want to discuss or anything like that? Hmm. Man, I think I mostly said my piece. I think I've mostly said mine too. Except for that shooter difficulty is horrible most of the time. Let's get the the only game I feel like recently that I feel like had perfect difficulty was Doom. I felt like Doom had great great difficulty at you know, but still. I the percentages going up and down, it's just that's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Let's get it down, guys. It's dumb. So as we have discussed, we are now come to the consensus difficulty is dumb. Um, <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night. Um, it's hard to really um, pinpoint what makes the perfect difficulty. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, honestly, it is subjective because some people might like a harder experience. A lot of casuals will like you know a more easygoing experience. Yeah. You know, but uh, it it also works into how you play the game and all that. So it's kind of meh. And I really just think that. Difficulty levels, normal, easy, extra easy, hard, extra hard. I really think that's not the answer. Yeah. Like, I think if it was up to me, if you want a difficulty level, it's normal how the game was meant to be played, and then you have hard. hard. That's it. That's the only two. So you have hard for the people who are going to replay the game, and honestly, hard should be unlocked in the beginning. What's up with having the, oh, you can't play it the way you want to play it until you beat the whole entire game? Why did you what if I don't want to replay this game? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe the developer's want version, of, version of hard is, like, insanely hard. And they're like, you know, you're not ready. You're not <laughs> you're ready. ready. No, just... You're going to judge my game before you even... Yeah, you're right, yeah. They're I like, guess. you need to finish the game <laughs> so I feel good about myself. <laughs> so I feel good. No, but I do hate when uh, games do that, too. I usually don't replay like a lot of single player games more than once or twice. So unlocking it is just that's doing the most for no reason. Exactly. Like I, I've, there's a lot. Been lots of games that I've um, wanted to replay, and I start replaying them. And about two missions in, I'm like, I'm um, actually I have new games. Why am I? Do- why am I doing yeah. this? I have, and I have. I'm wasting my time with this. You know, I, I want to experience it how it's meant to be. The only game I think I've replayed recently is Dark Souls. And that doesn't have a, a difficulty, you know what I mean? Yeah, sl- selection or anything. Yeah, so, I don't know. So, guys, that that was our, our you know, opinion on difficulty. Um, now we're going to go to the last bonus <laughs> segment. No, little bonus segment. Um, and this is so you guys can know us more. And today's topic for our little bonus segment I guess it's not really bonus since it's like a part of <laughs> it's gonna be a part of every single yeah. we'll just call it the bonus bonus segment that's permanently a part of it. Um is uh, what attribute or what quality you wish you had in yourself that you recognize you're like, oh I uh, I don't have, right? It could be like, oh I don't feel like I'm that creative, I don't feel like I'm that open, I don't feel like I'm whatever, right? And things you're striving towards right now. Um yeah, what do you think, Billy? What do you think? I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been listening to a lot of motivation, a lot of different stuff. 
listen, man, I always want to improve myself, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But mentally right, mm. is where I feel like I struggle the most. Okay. You know, I recently been able to spend time with a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been able to open a lot more. But maybe I feel like, sometimes I feel like I open too much. Too much, okay. Yeah, so I feel like mentally, I want to be like, if if I could choose a trait, be like more ambitious. More Okay, more ambitious. Not, not, like, not like have more ambitions, but be more ambitious with like my actions. Because when I feel something, most of the times, I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. You know? But... But what do you mean by ambitious? Usually ambitious means like... Outgoing and going for Oh, something. okay. So you want to be more outgoing with with how you express your emotions or how you... How I deal with them, how I express them, and when to keep my mouth shut, you know? <laughs> it's one of those type of things. Yeah. It's, it's not just emotions. Overall, I just want to be more, you know, outgoing. But I feel like mentally, if I could control that first, that would be great. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. And see, I can really relate to you on this, right? Because, you know, whether it was with, you know, a previous girly I was with or whether it was with just family, whatever, when someone tells me, Lucas, you can tell me anything, <laughs> you know, then I immediately go, I can. And then I, I like, I'm, I'm a very open person, but like, I'm very selective and I, I want to make sure people, you know, I, I can read the room, read what their mm-hmm. emotions are and really think about what I'm going to say before I say it. But then when someone's like, you can tell me anything, I take them, well, I used to, take people so literally. Oh, that's me right now. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I mean. That's what I mean. And, like, you know, like, there's certain people who they truly do mean that, right? You mean that. Yeah. Javier means that. My, like, my family, like, mm-hmm. some of my family members mean that. But, like, then there's other people who they say that, but then you start to say, the the voice these things, and maybe it starts to sound like complaining to them, which honestly wow. kind of is. Or yeah. I mean... Like, they're putting in themselves in a position where they feel obliged. And, like, when I look at them, you can see it in their eyes most of the times, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those moments. And yeah, you're like, oh, God. Oh, I, it's like, I, why? Like, why am I doing this? And then you feel embarrassed. I don't know. That's, that's not the best feeling. And so, okay, you want to be more ambitious and more... Maybe that's not the way to say it, but... So you want to you know. be more outgoing with... In a sense. With, you want to be more positive? Not exactly positive it's just like maybe yeah maybe more positive i guess is a better outlook so basically focusing on like when people want you to be open being more focusing on more positive thoughts first is that what you want to be thinking about that's that's one way to put it okay that's one way to put it one way to put it okay well what about you Oh me! Oh, um, I mean, we can we can go on about this if you yeah, want. Yeah, I want to, oh, yeah, I sure, want to sure. decipher this a bit. All right, oh, yeah, go for it. So, okay, what what made you feel like you were being too open for people to people? Well, like, was it just like how people treated you afterwards after you're being so open? Is that exactly it? More or, like I don't know, or the reaction to it, or feeling like less connected with them, or. What was it? Whoa. I think it's the latter. Like, I've been a pretty inclusive and, like you said, selective, like, person to whoever I talk about with my emotions. Yeah. But, like, literally, there was a point where I didn't talk to anyone about my emotions. And because it was so bottled up, once that once I had someone that I, like, really trusted, you know, everything just kind of came out. Mm. Yeah, so, 
I would pick the latter though. After you spill all your emotions and all your feelings, it's like, like I said, I I feel like I'm putting them in a position where they have to listen. Oh yeah, you're forcing them. Yeah, to... that's and our connection just like starts slowly distance distancing. Yeah, because it's like when you before people see you see you right, they see you as a strong person, this motivated person, whatever. Yeah. And then when you give them that vulnerable state, sometimes. Sometimes it strengthens the bond because oh you see they see you in a new light a new way to see you but at the same time when if you, you do, do that too much, much that's, that's... then they just start seeing you like that yeah. and no nobody wants someone they view as weak around you know unless you know as a family member or like extremely close friend and they're fine with that but most people you know that's just how a lot of people are it seems you know I'm not gonna judge everyone um, you know I. I think there's kind of like this, I don't know, stigma, but it's like a, a thing that, like, you're like you, you're a man. You need to act like a man, which part of that's, like, holding your, your feelings to yourself and stuff. And I'm not going to say that's a, a good or bad thing. I would say it's like everything else. There's black, there's grays, not black and whites. There's grays in there. It's like there's times when you should be opening up more so people understand you, but... There are times where you just got to tough it up, bro. Yeah, you got to tough it up. You got to deal on it with your own your own self. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do right now, basically. Essentially, yeah. Hmm. And so what are you doing to, to get there? What, what am I doing? Yeah. Well, I started picking up a lot of old hobbies again. And I've just been doing me, enjoying my life, and just, you know, hanging out with the people I love. And just talk about less about feelings and just living in the present, you know? Mm, I like that. I like that. So you you, you were t- reflecting too much before, would you say? Yeah, I'm an overthinker. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm I feel it. We're both overthinkers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm also an overthinker, like Billy here. Um, and I feel like that's that's part of the thing that's made it difficult for me, which is I feel I feel like there's two main things. That I'm trying, I'm dealing with right now. One thing is, like, this usually, this usually never used to be hard for me. So, this is why this is so hard for me right now. Um, letting go of the past is like, you know, I've gone through things here and there. This last year has been a lot of highs, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, and uh, it's just been kind of a hard year, a lot of change for me. And just letting go and going to that next phase. You know what I mean, Billy? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like, for me, meditating has helped. You know, it's not, I'm going to say that's the main thing, but, like, it has been one of the good practices that has kept me going um, towards a path of, like, living more in the moment, focusing on things for my future, things for me now, really enjoying the phase of my life I'm in right now and not yeah. holding on to the negative and positive things of my past. Um, I'm trying to figure out different things to do. Um, I mean, you're working out as well, right? Yeah, working out has been a big thing for me. Um, and I feel like that really does, like, make me something for me to look forward to and something for me to focus myself and give me, like, a daily habit and routine. Um, you have any ideas? What do you, what do you think about... Living in the moment and, like, just, like, letting go of all that negative stuff. I mean, isn't that what we're doing right now? <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Dang, that was deep. 
Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you mean by this? We'll, we'll have the what do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? I mean, we're we're starting up a Renda. Yeah, we're starting a Renda more. You know, it's it's going pretty well. Not as fast as progress as we would like, but it's subscribe going to well. a guys. Oh yeah, subscribe to a Renda, please. But it's going pretty well mm-hmm. in terms of the content we're making. We believe we're making decent content, and we're mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. You know. You're working on it, but you're slowly, yeah. You know, letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people that you enjoy being around. Mm. You have a girly friend. Gotta have a girly friend. And you have a close group of people that we chilling. We chilling. We day chilling. And uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think surrounding myself with the people that was really what I needed before I was kind of like, oh, I handle this on my own. And but like it's it's good like and what i mean by surrounding myself with people is like like billy just said um i didn't even think about it this way but i don't know it seems like i surround myself with people but with the people around me i don't like constantly talk to them them about it which this allows me just like when it comes allow the emotions whatever it is to come and go come and go focus on happiness that's (laughs) i do some weird voices but (laughs) like that's that's what i'm thinking but my other issue billy Come on, come on, discipline, discipline. I I haven't. I feel like I haven't been as disciplined as I should be. I always feel like I should be more disciplined. You know, I you hear people like Jocko. Look up Jocko if you don't know Jocko. He's a Navy SEAL, super disciplined person, very insightful person. You look at Gary Vaynerchuk. Look him up. Talks about hustle. Talks about hustle. You look at even whoever, right? Yeah. A lot of these motivational people talk about discipline, doing the thing you need to do. And I've been slowly trying to incorporate that, right? I've been getting a lot more consistent with my working out. You know, I'm trying to get, as you guys should know, I'm doing, becoming a real estate agent. If you're in Seattle, you know, just hit me up. And, you know, I'll be selling you a house. <laughs> um, I'm trying to become a, a real estate um, agent right now. And just as a, as a, just another thing to go along with the rent of is obviously... For now, I want a, norm, a normal job to go along with it. Um, but I've been kind of slacking. I've been kind of slacking on my studying of that. I've been kind of I've been slacking all the way around with Arenda. I haven't been. I should be posting some videos and stuff. I should be recording more. I've been procrastinating a lot, and I just don't think I have as much discipline, focus as I should. Like when it comes, oh, it comes. It comes. I'm just it's like strong. okay. That sounds like kind of uh, wrong. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, it's it's there. Like we're going, we're making moves, but when it's not there, Billy, I know it. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat too. Like when when we're excited for a render video to come mm-hmm. out, it's coming out. Yeah, but sometimes when we record, like. We say we're excited, but yeah. the looks in our eyes, sometimes we, we know it's just not... It's not just it's that not good there. of a video. Yeah, it's just not there. Yeah, and it's like getting in that zone, you know, I know you, that's the thing about discipline. It's you do it whether you're in the zone or, or not. not. And I think that's the thing is that we, you know, we do it when we're in the zone, and then when we get out of the zone, we, we still do it, we, but we just slowly do it. We should be doing it at the same pace Yeah. either way. But especially with myself, is that, you know, sometimes, like, with the real estate, there'd be times I was, like, you know, I was motivated. Out of, like, the 100% I need to do the real estate, I was, like, let me just do 10% today. I, and it would take me a, 
a whole bunch like seven hours. I don't know. It take me a long time, but I would do seven hours straight of real estate, ten percent of the whole course done. And the other, and then I wouldn't do any for like a week. You know, and yeah. that inconsistency. If I just did a little bit each day, make all the difference. You know. Yeah. But as we've seen, that's not what has happened. So. So what are some stats? What are we gonna type? Oh, some stats. So I've been structuring my days more. I've been trying to make lists, trying to make, you know, scheduling for myself. That really helps me stay disciplined, yeah. hold myself accountable. So I say, hey, dad, or hey, this person, or hey, whoever, right? I'm going to do this, you, and I'll show you afterwards, you know, because, and they'll be asking me about it, right? Of, oh, we're going to make a video. I might, like, shout someone out and be like, oh, um... Kaylee, I'm going to make a video about TikTok. I know you're going to want to see that. I'm going to post that soon. If I don't post that soon, guess what's going to happen? They're going to start asking me about it. Same thing with my fitness. When I started, the whole name of the game, right, is... I'm, I'm only 17. Or not 17. 17 <laughs> only 19. I'm only 19. So I, don't, I kind of don't know jack about the world. But, but I've heard a lot of people say intent is important. Putting it out into the world. If you give out that intent... You, and then you back that antenna up with work and discipline, it will come. That's what happened with working out. I told people, right? I First, I put in the work. I started working out. Mm-hmm. Then I told people, I'm working out. I'm passionate about this. And I continued both those things. And now, there's people who, they used to see me as, oh, skinny Lucas. Now they see me as fitness Lucas or strong Lucas or people who haven't seen me in years. They're like, wow, you're actually getting, like, I've seen your Instagram, Lucas. Um, you look great. Um, if people want to see that, Lucas Unlocked on Instagram. Follow us on Arenda on Instagram, Arenda IG. Arenda Talks on Twitter. Plugging all this stuff right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think accountability is really important. Um, and that intent. Pin that intent the world. It's really powerful, right? I think so. I, I, I really do. Um, part of what I associate intent with is time. Mm, time, okay. Because you know we're always on a we're always on, we're always on a schedule. Yeah, right. And because you're always on that schedule, you're always trying to do the most that you can within a day. Mm, yeah. Like you can't say I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. And recently, I got a job. Mm, yeah. You know, I want to understand what it means to appreciate time more yeah you know and i've been working night shifts from like 6 to 2 a.m and it's been it's it's been sucky but it's allowed me to understand that what i do throughout the day really does matter because i can't wait until i i work the night that's not I, i and i've been doing that and i've just started realizing that in order to give yeah you gotta have intent yeah. And manage your time. And right now, horrendous videos are coming out pretty soon. Out. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that you're that that really that really is powerful for me, right? Because I didn't think about that perspective. Perspective very important because you know I've had to work hard before, right? Whether it's on our family ranch having to work all day on there, or whether it's you know when me and my dad were flipping houses. And having to wake up at six, 
drive over to the house, work until 12 o'clock, and then come home and do that all day. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I was still with family. I was still, you know, yeah. I could I still listen to music. There's still luxuries I had that I could listen to a podcast. I could listen to to certain things or do certain things that well, would... Okay, we take them for granted. Exactly, you take it for granted. And, like, you look at Javier, right? Javier, he's working two jobs right now. He's yeah. working two jobs. He's he, busting. That's why he's not recording with us is because he, from... Wednesday to Sunday, he has a full workload. He only gets like three hours out of the day to himself. He's working his butt off for the, for the next month. Is how more, yeah. yeah, for the next month, month and a half, he's going to be working two jobs and he'll go back to one job. And just seeing that has motivated me to do a lot more work and to, you know, it, it's just amazing. And I, we really got to clap it up. <laughs> for Javier, yeah. Javier. Um, and we'll, the next podcast he'll be in it, but you know, I I really appreciate that, and you know, I think that's the other big thing that's helped me is finding people to look up to on the internet, whatever. Yeah, and just really listening to them, listening to them over and over, and then hearing that and hearing that until it becomes a part of me. And it really has worked. I see myself spewing out the same stuff they say to people. I, you know, like you hear the stuff. Yeah, I hear it all the time. All the time. You know, I was like, you need good energy. You need to be motivated. And you just got to hustle. That's yeah, all I hear yeah, from yeah, Lucas. Yeah, like I'm, like, I'm putting out, like, I'm basically just a sounding board for these people right now. And eventually, you know, it just becomes a part of me, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's just what I'm dealing with. Those two I things. You. You're dealing with those two things. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. That that was the Orenda podcast, unnamed. We'll name it. We'll think about the name. Um, and yeah, we really enjoyed doing this. I well, did you enjoy doing this? I I enjoyed doing this. It was interesting. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. It was was a lot different from how I expected it was gonna go, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I feel like it still felt pretty structured, which I kind of want to be more free flowing next next time and. I feel like Javier, I, with the two of us right now, you know, it, we're all we're kind of more structured people than, than Javier. I just mean in, in the video making department or the content creation department. Javier, he he's a lot more spontaneous with what yeah. he wants to do and what he wants to say, which I think is going to bring a fantastic, you know, thing to this whole podcast. So I really... Um, hope and beg you guys to listen to the next podcast after this because javier is going to be in that one and ooh, he's going to spice it up to yep it's gonna it's gonna be good it's gonna be really good so you know subscribe on youtube follow us on twitter at arenda talks follow us on ig ig arenda ig and anything else you have to say billy please subscribe to us <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop okay bye guys